Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend. We are part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Over to FLFnetwork.com. Put an HGPT in a memo field to get a sweet mug, just like in the background. You also get tons of great benefits, and you'll get a discount on the conference we'll be talking about in a second. And most of all, you'll be coming alongside of us to proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. If you may, if you may uh, be noticing, I am sick. That's why I'm wearing my hat. I didn't want to do my hair. Last night, I was in cold sweats, which is the worst. Cold sweats are the worst because you're freezing, but your body is sweating. And so the sheets get really cold and... You don't want to get up because you instantly are freezing. And, you know, I'm a I'm one of those guys who's like always hot. So, you know, you're sick when it's freezing, but super congested. And if you can hear, um, I it bugs me. It sounds disgusting to me in my throat. So I apologize ahead of time, but I still wanted to get one out if I could. I had energy. I'm living and breathing. So here we are. So one thing I did today or this weekend earlier on is build a ramp. With my neighbor for their kid. He rides bikes. He plays with my son. And uh, something I had when I was a kid. Bike ramps. Skateboard ramps. And it was just such a blast to see see him. He's from Mexico. So he never had anything like that. Uh, I guess they just don't build stuff like that. But uh, that was a really fun thing to do. And I didn't really even um, know how to make this specific one. But I just thought, yeah, you go for it. Try it. YouTube it. We should do that more. If you are one of those people who won't do something unless you know you can do it perfectly or right, just try it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You fail. But at least you're learning. At least you're trying something new and branching out, stretching yourself. I think that's a really important thing for us all to be doing is branching out, stepping out, learning, trying to learn new things, trying to gain skills. And if we do it in areas where there's not big consequences, maybe it'll start to trickle over where we get bigger rewards and our careers and our businesses and things like that. So conference coming up, Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. I'm really excited. I'm going to be there. It's in Nashville. It's going to be October 1st through 3rd. If you become a Fight, Laugh, Feast member, put an HDBT in the memo field, get that mug too. You'll get $100 off. You'll get $100 off the conference. So if you're going to the conference and you're not a club member, you need to get on that because you are going to be saving money doing that and you're going to be supporting us and you'll get a sweet mug. So there's all those reasons. But also we have a platform. I'm telling you, it's getting more sketchy and sketchy. I had a YouTube video, one of my how to build a tents where I was critiquing a TED talk. Apparently can't do that. Uh, they just decided I can't post it. Usually they'll say it's a copyright infringement and you can't advertise or you share the advertising fees. But this one was like, nope, you just can't even talk about it. You can't even show it, which just goes to tell you how important it is for us to be independent, independent and not worried about what other companies or people are thinking about us, you know, just like how we should be in the SBC as well. A lot of people are making moves like their um, superiors say so depends on it. What are you talking about? I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of politics going on in the SBC, as I talked about. And we'll continue to talk about because it's really important. People saying things, doing things, circling the wagons. It's crazy. Uh, AD and I talked about it a lot in Reform Jellical last week. If you haven't checked that out, highly recommend it. Taxes suck. And especially when you have multiple businesses, when you have partners because you got to divvy up. 
the you know the write-offs and all that stuff especially when you have employees and you have to start quarterly predicting how much in taxes you're gonna have to pay and pay in advance like you think taxes suck paying for your you know annually for yourself a personal income let me tell you business taxes for a small business owner i'm not even talking about um big companies big companies they love tax day usually they have a big team of lawyers that specialize in it and they can get off paying little, no taxes, <clears throat> GE, <clears throat> Amazon, all companies that did that. But uh, yeah, taxes suck. Let me tell you, I've been doing that. I've been working on the last couple of days, working with multiple accountants, with the business partners accountants, with our personal accountants, with business accountants. And oh, 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 oh. Luckily, I haven't had to do the payroll taxes of late. That has been the bright spot. And while I've been trying to do some of my taxes, well, I've been sick. Um, man, is this my voice gross right now? I, oh, I, it'd be really embarrassing if you guys can't even tell. But just someone who has to listen to myself talk every day, you really notice it. Um, let me tell you about our sponsor, Kingsman Grooming Pros. And then we're going to talk about the secret to success. Not that it's an absolute, but it's one of the most common denominators. I was running into that this weekend running into that in the last couple of weeks of people just seeming to miss the step that is the crucial part in being successful. It may not be like the thing that is guaranteeing to make you successful, but it is probably the one defining characteristic. If there was one characteristic that every successful person shared, it would be this. We're going to talk about that. And I'm also going to talk about how Bernie is not a threat. I've been seeing that. I've been seeing a lot of worry. He just won Nevada. And people are starting to get scared that so many people are voting for socialists. And I don't know if it's that big of a deal right now. But we keep sending our kids to, you know, the government schools and getting educated on how great socialism is and indoctrinated, really not educated. And who knows what can happen with that. But before, let me tell you about Kingsman Grooming Products. KingsmanGroomingPros.com. Go over there. They're a Christian company. They have phenomenal, superior products. They have beard oils, beard bombs, hair products, skin products, leather products, like your bags, boots, all that stuff. And you get 10% off when you put HTBT in the checkout promo code section. So you have three reasons why you need to go over there, check them out, and use them. You use these products already, hair products, beard oils, aftershaves, skin lotions, all those things, you already use them. Why don't you go and upgrade, get a better product, support a Christian company, and you get them 10% off. Like how often are you going to get a discount to get a better product than what you have? And you are going to be supporting a Christian company. It's a win, win, win. You should be going over there right now. KingsmanGroomingPros.com. KingsmanGroomingPros.com. Show note has the link. Put in HTBT to get that 10% off. Save. Get great products in, that you're going to enjoy. And be blessing a Christian company and their families. As you know, they're trying to further the kingdom of God. Go over there, kingsmangroomypros.com. All right, this is the one trait that you need to have to be successful, or I should say, is the trait that is the one trait that all successful people all have. And it's the one that gets least talked about, which is all the reason you need to know, or the reason why a lot of people aren't successful is because no one likes this one. It's not a fun one. It's not people person. It's not you're good with money. It's not you're lucky. It's not all those things. It's hard work. 
uh, I've heard conversations uh, lately about CEOs and how much they make and are they really worth what they get paid. And we just have this idea of CEOs sitting back in their office, smoking cigars, drinking some scotch. But, oh, man, that would be great. And throwing darts at the dartboard, not doing anything. But especially CEOs and smaller companies, but larger companies, too. You are nonstop working. You are sales. You're traveling. You're away from your family. You have the pressure of making the right decisions. Everything falls on you. You're responsible for the whole company. Not only are you selling to people outside the company, but you're leading the company internally, your employees, you're painting a vision, you're making strategic decisions on what to invest in, what not to invest in. There's so much that weighs on you and how much you need to work at that just totally goes unappreciated. You have to be constantly learning. You have to be constantly studying. You have to be constantly looking at the markets. You have to be totally evaluating and be on top of your game. If you miss one thing, it can be steering your company down the drain because a CEO level position is making huge decisions that are affecting the company. It's not just like, um, you know, it's something that's going to delay a product rollout, but it could be something that you invest in the completely wrong company, the completely wrong project or software, depending on what size of company you are, you you know, the decisions you make are different, but you can make or break your company. I was, when we were talking online, I was like, what should the salary be of a CEO? And it's a total separate conversation what I've been talking about. And if they have $30 million in profit, like, should the CEO make a million dollars? Like, yes, that takes so much work. You have to be a really smart on your game to be somebody at a 30 person company you're doing more than just the CEO work of a larger company. You're doing a lot more and you deserve it. And also I was reading, and this is what made me think about too, how important hard work is. I was watching um, on HBO. There's just this uh, video of kids playing instruments and they're younger kids and they're phenomenal musicians. They're phenomenal. They're great. They're fantastic. But one of all of them, just like successful business people and careers, they have a gift for it. But they all constantly are playing the instruments that they are, you know, excelling at. And would they be good at their instrument if they didn't constantly play and constantly practice? Yeah, they'd be good. But they wouldn't be great. They wouldn't be playing as kids in adult, you know, bands. They wouldn't be able to be featured on an HBO special if they hadn't been practicing. And putting in the time, the work, the study. And it's like, you just see like this one kid, he's playing the cello and it's phenomenal. It's, you would not know it was a kid playing the cello. Now playing the guitar myself, I notice instruments like the violin, the cello that don't have the bars to break up the frets. That's not an easy thing to do is to be able to know where to put your finger without frets to tell you what to do. Anyway, my hat's off. But anyways, it's these kids I'm sure people look at them and think, oh, man, they just instantly had the talent. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I mean, they have the talent, but they also have the hard work that goes in with it. And so I want this to encourage you. That is to say is if you don't think that you're the best at something or the most capable or even the top 10%, that's not the number one thing you need to have to be successful. It's hard work. Putting in the time, learning, persistence, perseverance, 
taking the time to learn, taking the time to work hard, to invest, to put in the extra time is what's going to make you successful. It's not your intelligence. It's not the luck of the draw. It's not where you live. All those things help. I'm not saying to be stupid. I'm not saying to not look at where you live, not to look at who you work with, not all these things, but you have to have hard work. So if you feel or think if you, after evaluating yourself, looking and having, doing an internal audit of yourself, if you could say, I could be working a little harder then do it. And I'm going to caveat this because I don't want you to do this is say, okay, I need to forget all my other responsibilities and my priorities and work hard and sacrifice all those things. Family, friends, wife, husband, you know, son, daughter, church. You got to keep your priorities in check. But that doesn't mean you can't work hard at what you do. And for those of you who don't work hard, you know what I'm talking about. All that social media time. What can you be doing with all that social media time that you're doing? Or all that time playing video games. What else could you be doing besides playing video games? And I'm not saying if you are trying to make video games your career that you shouldn't do that. I'm all for video games as a career. If you can make it and have money and provide playing video games, more power to you. But you, I'm talking about the, you know, the, the majority of us who are not good at video games. I'm one of those guys who always ended up getting killed or destroyed in those shooter games by young eight-year-olds. That was my sign that I wasn't going to make it in the career of video games. Oh, excuse me. And one of the, another thing that I think is important too is learning new skills as you go should be expected, not a surprise. So as you're putting in the hard work, as you're trying new things, as you're taking new risks, as you're stepping up to a new position, you're going to have to adapt. You're going to have to be agile. And that includes learning new skills. And you're going to have to learn how to do new things as you go that you wouldn't think you needed to know. And that's okay. And you should be prepared for it. And you should be excited about it. It's okay not to know everything as you're going into something. In fact, you are probably going to be more successful if you're willing to go into something knowing you don't know it and then learning as you go than someone who's not going to step out and take a risk or take a step into a direction unless they know everything. Because how often does that happen? You're never going to try anything. So it's better to go try and fail. And with a chance that you might succeed, you might learn some things. You might become a better person. You might become a better business person than to not try at all just because you don't have it all figured out. All right. Now, the last thing I want to talk about today before I have to go, you know, lay in bed and blow my nose and take a thousand Advil. No, I'm just kidding. I don't like taking medicine. Bernie is not a threat yet. And I say yet. For a number of reasons. But one of the main ones is kids aren't enough. From what I see, a majority of his base is young people. And I think that is the only group that Bernie's going to get. Maybe 10, 15% of other people. Bernie is not going to make it. He's not. I, I'd be surprised if he gets out of the Democrat Party. I'm, the, I'm not saying that even the superdelegates aren't going to kick him out and have somebody else in. Someone at the convention. Like I said, I think Pete Buttigieg is one of their picks. But hey, maybe he's like a bush and just dies off. But he, I don't think kids are enough from the demographics yet. And we'll see the swings and things like that. But I just don't think it's enough. And the second thing is his, his whole candidacy, his whole argument gets destroyed when you simply ask this question. 
What's different about the socialism you want to implement than the ones that we've seen throughout all of history? Every other time it's been attempted, it's failed. And every single time it's been tried, it's been said, oh, it's going to be different this time. Well, tell me. Give me details. Give me one thing that is different from what you are going to do than the rest of these countries that have failed, that have impoverished, that have left people hungry, bankrupt, taken their companies, taken their assets. What are you going to do different? And he can't answer that because there is nothing different. And you don't think Trump's going to know that? You don't think Trump's going to say those things? He's going to destroy him. And the only people that are going to stay loyal to Bernie are Bernie supporters right now. The avid ones that are having the signs out, having their hats. And a majority of them are young people. And that's not enough. You think about when you talk about like Pete Buttigieg and like, oh, he's not going to get the black vote. And that's going to be it for him. He's not going to win. Just, that's just a black vote. But imagine not getting anyone over 24. <laughs> All right, you know, Bernie cannot win. He's not going to win. It's not like I'm underestimating him. It's just the facts. Like no one, people that haven't been going through this last round, this last cohort of liberal socialist influence and indoctrination, they're not there. 30 years and older, there's no way they're not there. They're not Bernie people. That's what I see. That's what I think. I'd love to hear from you what you think. Matt at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all the social media sites, howtobuildatent. I, again, apologize for how I sound. I apologize for being sick, but I just wanted to get something out there. I wanted to be um, dil- I wanted to be hardworking, and I wanted to uh, you know, respect all of you guys that are faithful listeners that I appreciate and come listen every day. So I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you have a great Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.